Welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a great food for thought episode for you, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. I'm your host, Chef Matt, joined with my extraordinary, uh, extracurricular, no, that's a bad word to say, uh, Mr. Sean Thornton. How you doing? I love extracurriculars. What's up, Matt? Get those extra points. <laughs> extra points. Make everyone like you a little yeah. bit. Oh, the people pleaser, baby. I like it. Yeah, people pleaser. Dude. Extra credit, do the things after school. <laughs> yep, yep. Feel rewarded. You know, when it comes to people pleasing, um, I think there's a reward on both sides for that. And, uh, but I think it can be taken too far if you're trying to please the wrong person. Yeah. Or if you're a yes man yeah. and you're never like who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. And you I, just never know. Like they're, they're always playing both sides and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Come I've, on. I've had that in my career where I've, I've been um, a very, I mean, I was a yes man, 100%. Yes, I will do anything. Um, and I learned mm-hmm. my lesson the hard way by doing that. But uh, I think it's a good balance. Saying no is so hard. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, yes, man is also, I guess I'm seeing it as like, oh, they're this person. And then they, maybe in a job, they get promoted. And now they're just saying yes to a new person. They become a different person. Like they're not, I guess it's like, you're just saying whatever you have to do to move up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, di- a little different. I think your style is more like, I'll get that done. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll try it. Yep. I don't, I think it's like, you're not like uh, fabricating things about yourself to try and no. work your way up. No, I've always, I, I guess I've always interpreted uh, a yes man as somebody, yeah, that just basically is like, yes, I will do that. Yes, I got that done. Yes, yes. And you want me to go jump off the roof? Yes. I will do that. <laughs> and it basically says, uh, says yes at, the, at any account, no matter what the damage right. could be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's going to go poorly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely is. The bridge part. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. Unless I, it's like. I've jumped off bridges before. Nice water. Yeah, into some water. Like, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. But, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's one. What's that? Libiwana is the capital of Sylvania. I jumped off that bridge in the in that city into the river. Shut up. Cool. You are Yeah, it was like a it was like a really classic like not tie bridge but it was like made out of cement and brick and just like went right over the river and then it was just like a thing. Just did it. I went to a techno party afterwards and saw <laughs> some of the craziest dancing I've ever seen and I was like inspired. I was like there are no rules. You could just do that. <laughs> yeah, my friend, that's called a rave. And, and uh, yes, um, I, I, uh, I engulfed myself into that scene um, probably in my very, very early 20s. And you're absolutely right. There's no rules. You could just do whatever you want and nobody's going to say a damn word to you. And, it's, and you're yeah, just accepted. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but that still takes like... I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say confidence because I, one reason why I don't like dancing is I don't like to display that 
in public, it makes me feel uneasy. Okay. Okay. So okay. whatever the reason that is, don't know. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even like, even in where someone's like, you could just do whatever. I still would feel self-conscious about exposing that. Yes. You know, at those, I think it's safe to say that people get the confidence from the copious amount of drugs. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I always, man, you know, growing up, going to like middle school dances and like high school dances, you know, you're always like, Ooh, who's my date? Who's the girl I'm going to dance with. And so I always looked yeah. at it as like, I'm going to dance with a girl and that's my end because I was too shy to approach women anywhere else. And, uh, not to say now, now here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not putting it out there that I'm a dancer by any means. <laughs> I stopped that at like age 22, I think. Um, but like, I've never seen you even <laughs> showcase any you won't. element of dancing. You will yeah, not. I haven't shown <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming like if I would assume you're dancing, it might <laughs> this is funny as hell. <laughs> we we've gone to concerts together and you still it's have like, not... like... <laughs> just, just throwing elbows, mosh pit you're style. Throwing elbows, yeah, your giant shoulder, get out of my fucking way. <laughs> Uh, I won't, I'm not going to tell you where or how to find it, but there may or may not be a video on YouTube of me, uh, dancing with, and I don't know if you saw this at your uh, techno party, but they would like the, there was people there that would wear like the white gloves and it would glow in the, in the dark or in the black light. And you, you, they call, I don't even remember what they called it. It was like some sort of oh, liquid, liquid dancing. And you make these movements with oh. your hand. There's yeah. a, there's a video out there of me doing that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. On the YouTube, on the YouTubes. I will never tell anybody how to find it. I don't know if my name is attached to it or not. I don't think it is. Okay. But, yeah. uh, it's out there. I know it is. I've seen it. I've shown I've got my a, family. That, I gotta see that. I got a YouTube video out of a, um, large imperial stout tasting that I went to. Uh, and it was like a lot of people, 20 to 30 people, everyone's bringing bottles and you're just tasting Russian imperial stouts that are barrel aged wow. from all around the world. And it was, uh, I've done that twice and it's pretty extraordinary, but there's a video of me and a friend of mine shotgunning a can of 1050 Oscar blues, 1050 <laughs> was a 10% Imperial yeah. stout. And wow. after it happens, I take it out and I, I yell beer party. <laughs> Dude, I, I knowing you and how I know. And then you. I think, and then my friend oh. says like alpha, <laughs> he's like alpha. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, looks like I have some searching to do. <laughs> I, that's a tough one because yeah. name's not on there. Yeah. It's just my friend, Sam. It, it would be like, look, trying to find his uh, account, but yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting what you can find on the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's uh or on TV or on like TV. last yeah. night we watched a 60 minute documentary about the hidden world of airports. Oh, and it I was basically it. 60 minutes of watching, uh, you know, air traffic controllers, conveyor belt operators, everybody doing the things to make an airport work. And it was okay. just, it was at London Heathrow Airport. That was the most annoying part because their <laughs> accents were legit. <laughs> and it was awesome. And at times like, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check that out because um, I've, I feel like I've seen and heard about documentaries about this specific thing and the things that like airports do and, and the way that they get you to kind of like keep in the rat race of moving in the right direction and mm-hmm. just how it all works. Like you break down an airport on the functionality of each little piece of it. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. All right. So this is weird. Okay. Um, it is that air traffic controllers have the high suicide rate. Really? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Really? It's like, it's like high suicides. Yeah. Yeah. And air traffic control is really hard. Marine engineers are high up there. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I don't know the bizarre explanation, high stress. I don't know. That's, I mean, I, I get the stress, but like, and you're, I mean, you're controlling, you know, large groups of people to be safe, to land a huge, you know, tin can on the ground. That, wow, man, that seems crazy. Medical doctors, dentists, police officers, vets. Okay. Yeah. And there's uh there it is. Wow. Just staring at that. And it has something to do with maybe that they were also military. Okay. In the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I think whether or not the internet's true. Also typing suicide in a search engine. Yeah. Have fun with that algorithm. First thing that comes up, it says you're not alone. Help is available. Oh my God. That that just got dark. Um, uh, So uh, Sean, what'd you eat for dinner? (laughs) Pivot. pivot. (laughs) Now now we're pivoting. (laughs) Well, I have to say that I had pho that was a housemate by Steffi. So what up to that? What? It was legit. Yeah. Oh, dude, I the broth and everything. Yeah, I it was really, legit. really enjoy that. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, she started it at like two o'clock. I picked up a few ingredients at Lily's Time Market. Nice. Bing, bang, boom. Fast to make. Yeah, it was awesome. I'd say like her method of it was using ground beef as a way to make the broth. I like that. So she quick boiled it mm-hmm. to get some of the impurities out. Mm-hmm. And then you... Like real quick, get it to a boil, 30 seconds, dump it, strain it, then use it to make broth. That makes total sense. I get that. Um, In fact, I kind of like that more than using like a a bouillon cube or whatever, because you're getting, um, you're getting real uh, flavors and less, less sodium, less salt. Like then you can control it and add your salt from there. It didn't have enough fat content, which like beef bones is what it's all about like yeah. i made a pho broth maybe um a year ago and i had bought some frozen beef bones and that's when so you like roast those in the oven first right yep. and then you that's yep. when things start getting out that's when it's thick fat. now do you um now this is a move that um i've learned about and i've only really done it once uh but have you ever coated uh, coated your your bones in lard, and then roasted. No, them. I have not. No, that I mean it. You really got to strain it and be really good and put it through like a fine sieve. Um, mm-hmm. But boy, you the the richness that comes from that is is something else. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard of people doing that like with bones for broth, but also I've seen and heard people doing that like on ribs 
Well, they'll, they'll coat the ribs with, uh, with uh, lard and then smoke them. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never actually had them after that's done. I just heard about a friend doing that. And I was like, you know what? I got to try that because it kind of makes sense. You're, I mean, you're adding more fat content. You're giving it more rich, rich, uh, flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you're almost protecting it from overcooking a little bit. I don't know. Could be a, an interesting thing, but I've done it with the bones and oh my God, rich on rich on rich. Yeah. What'd you get? Eat. What'd you eat? Uh, did the, the, uh, the Kung Pao chicken. Now I did not oh, make wow. this Kung Pao chicken. I, so I can't take credit for it. This was a Trader Joe special because we had a bunch of kids things going on and it was like, got home at six o'clock and it's, it's a fast, it's a fast cook, you know? And I, I had made, so what is, what's that? What is it? You got like prepared in a, it's kind of a good, a, a family yeah. And it's a family meal. Yeah. So it's like it comes, uh, the the chicken's flash frozen. It's like it's fried to a certain, you know, par, par cooked and then flash frozen. So okay. It, it still okay. is kind of raw. And then I add my own vegetables. It does come with a little pack of frozen vegetables, but they're gross. So I take those out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll finish the chicken in, um, in the air fryer, get the sauce going. I'll throw a bunch of like peanuts in there. So they stew in the sauce, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I have some little Thai chilies I'll throw in the sauce. And then I take the chicken, put it in the sauce, let it sit there on low until the sauce like gets real too thick. And then I take it and I put like a tablespoon of water in there to thin it out a little bit and then just let it sit. And it, yeah. it gets the perfect amount of coating and it actually leaves a very little excess sauce. So... I don't know. It's, it's an easy thing that you can kind of like, um, doctor up to make, make good, you know, throw the vegetables on top. Right on. It's, yeah, it's great. And I like to do, I don't like, do much Trader Joe's shopping either. Dude, listen, I I've always dogged on Trader Joe's. I think we've talked about this, but, um, I mean, this bag of, of like basically Kung Pao chicken with the sauce four ninety nine, and it feeds a family of four. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, like it's about the deals. It's about some other stuff. I know my mom likes to go there for like lamb for some reason. I don't know. They have New Zealand lamb. Oh, yeah, they do have New Zealand lamb. You know, that's that's the lamb we have at at, uh, the old Cotto. Nice. Ground? Ground. The old Cotto. The old Cotto. That was, yeah. Okay. All right, dude. We got a fun show. Uh, we're Sean and I are going to put each other on the spot, and uh, we are going to it, let's just call it a question and answer episode where we kind of get to know each other through really um, uh, questions we don't know each. We're going to ask each other. So that is correct. Yes, you're going to get caught off guard. <laughs> I've already exposed. It's funny because when I'm writing down your questions. I'm like, how would I answer this? And I'm like, wait, I'm not going to answer this. <laughs> Never mind. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, all right. So I guess we can go like, we go back and forth. And here's the deal. Um, if there is a need for one follow-up question, feel free to ask. <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> uh, why don't you, why don't you kick it off? And uh, we'll, we'll just go back and forth. All right. Um, what's your take on the JFK assassination? Oh, this is, uh, this is something that I 
am, uh, I don't want to say ignorant to, but um, uh, I have mm-hmm. a ignorance is bliss kind of thing. Now, when I was mm, 14, 13 or 14, I went to my, my grandparents uh, grew up, or my grandparents lived in Fort Worth right outside of Dallas. And the first trip, one mm-hmm. of the first trips I went down there um, to stay by myself, they took me to it, uh, the, the scene. And they have a whole museum. You can walk through the building. You can see like different, um, all the different floors. And you're wearing like headphones that tell you the story as you're going through it. You get to look out the window. Um, there's a TV playing that's showing it. Um, there's like documentaries that you can buy and watch and like, you know, different things you can read. Wow. It's, it's, okay. a, it's yeah. really interesting. Now, um, I believe it happened the way it happened. Now, I know there's a ton of conspiracies out there, um, but like I said in the beginning, this is something that I want to believe just happened because of the experience of, of going down there and, you know, feeling the history, seeing what happened, seeing how epic it was and how, you know, how it, how it affected our country and all that stuff. So I'm going to claim ignorance is bliss on this, and I think it happened the way it happened. Okay, right on. <laughs> there it is. So, I guess my follow-up question is: Are you much of a conspiracy guy? Oh boy, no, no. Okay, I fight yeah. conspiracies yeah. because right on. There are some ludicrous ass conspiracies out there. I'm just gonna say there's that. some funny ones. There's some fun ones. Oh though. yeah, no, there's fun ones. Don't get me wrong. I will. I will in, indulge in them, but I love to debate people that have the conspiracies, and it's. I, but I'm always from the side of like, it is what we've been taught. And, and that, that can, re- <laughs> can really, uh, well, I've heard you often say Trump won the election every day. You say that I'm, kidding, I'm, <laughs> I'm like racking my That's brain. I'm like, when did I say that? <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Well, I believe in a definite, like something fishy. You do. I would go CIA for sure. And that's because of a uh, long yeah. story short. Okay. Bay of pigs mistakes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now my dad had the, CIA. my dad had the same take and I remember talking to him about yeah. that and he grew up, you know, in that era. So he, and he was, he, he was living in uh Fort Lauderdale when all this happened and Bay of mm-hmm. pigs and all that stuff. And he tells me about it all the time. Or he used to tell me about it all the time, but like, um, yeah, he has that same, like mindset of like the government Mm -hmm. killed him. Like he was, he was killed by our own government. Definitely (laughs) guaranteed. (laughs) We're going to get shut down. Um, Okay. You ready? Yeah. If you could invite three people to dinner dead or alive, who would it be? Oh God. Um, Anybody doesn't have to be celebrity, but it can be anybody, anybody. Uh, so divine, uh, divine is a drag ra- uh, drag queen from like late eighties, early nineties, maybe even the seventies, but I s- saw her in all the John Waters films. Just really, it would be just a wild experience because of her art. Um, I'm going to say, God, I-, I like to, uh, Obama. Oh damn. 
I, I wasn't he seems like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like you. as far as like that. crazy experiences, yeah, he's got this like welcoming vibe that I think would be kind of fun okay. to hang out with. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna go with. Ooh. Uh, boys, I'm stumped and never even thought about doing something like this. Um, LeBron James. Yeah, see, I was waiting for a sports guy to come up because I knew, uh, yeah, you, uh, yeah, I would be, you know. LeBron James might be difficult. He's too not, he's almost, we know he's real, but his life is so organized and product driven. Yeah. And I like LeBron, but he's not, it's, I don't know. I don't know. But I just like, it'd probably be interesting to relive Cleveland days. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, I, I, you know, I think any professionals, you know, uh, it, professional, anything, celebrity, professional sports, mm-hmm. like, you know, just being able to sit there and have an authentic dinner with them would be cool. But it's like, That'd be cool, especially Taco Tuesday. Ah, and he does that. He loves right? Taco yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, every he yells in his camera <laughs> all the time, and I'm like, all right, dude. You know what else he's really into? What's that? He takes videos of of him rapping to songs that he likes. Really? And it's like right there, and he does it. And he does it every day. Like the song, he actually is saying the same lyrics, or the he- lyrics. Okay. He's doing the lyrics to the song that he's listening to in these crazy vehicles that you always wonder, like, God, he's sitting in something that I've never seen before. You know, what is it? So I um, used to know a guy on Instagram. His name is Iceman Tolman. And he does that. But he's like, okay, (laughs) you know, just normal, like white guy in a suburbia one bedroom apartment not much on the walls and he does it. And I always was like looking at it and I'm like, what is he doing at first? But then the more I saw him doing it, I'm like, this dude has balls and I kind of like it. Like what he's doing. There was like one time he had like an electric guitar and he's just going at like some AC. Oh, wow. And I'm like, this is great. And it, it turned it out. It turned out to be like, um, entertaining. And then so I kind of liked it. So anyway, yeah. um, all right. Uh, I, I won't go into my uh, if who I would invite, uh, you know, the depths of it, but it would be Anthony Bourdain, Michael Jordan, because he's the better basketball player. <laughs> and uh, You'd take sh- your money. Yeah, he'd come and fucking steal your money. Yeah, my money. I, I had I'm gonna to, gamble I had to it. it. I had to say it. I had to do it. And uh, the last one would be John Madden. Oh, really? That guy is a one-liner, yeah. dude. I mean, the stories that he probably has is just something that would be incredible. So, yeah. All right, um, your turn. Um, what's an ingredient you can't have too much of? Like, and when I say ingredients, like you're cooking, you're like, this goes in there. Doesn't matter what you're cooking. Always put that in. Okay. There. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to say the stereotypical one because, it, you know, you ask any uh, culinarian, um, they're going to say salt. Uh, but for me, it is I, salt, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, besides salt. Yeah. Besides salt. Um, I, 
I could find a way to use a balsamic reduction on anything. And oh, wow. I really enjoy balsamic, balsamic reduction. I like it mm-hmm. on fresh foods. I like it in desserts. I like it on just plain old bread. I like it on uh, meat. Um, I, there's just, it's just one of those ingredients that like will take and um, uh, just a, a good dish and kind of elevate it a little bit on presentation and in flavor. It packs mm-hmm. such a big punch. And vinegar is one of those things to me that is like a secret tool because yeah. not many people like to think or agree with the fact that you put, when you put something acidic in there and, and see what it does to other flavors, um, it's, a, it's a really um, fascinating thing on how it can, can balance out a dish. And so balsamic reduction, I'm sticking to that one. And that, I mean, I have it in my cabinet at all times. And that is something I can use on all styles of food. So, yeah. Yeah, it really is. It elevates stuff and it's fun. It's fun to see the differences that yeah. you can find. Yeah. Like the vinegar that you use to reduce it and how different it tastes. There's yeah. always a lot to offer. One time at a frozen yogurt thing where you said style where you just fill your shit up however you want, mm-hmm. which makes me think of just like, milking cows I, I have a hard time it's just it's like this is i know exactly stuff. what you're talking about yes it's like yeah but um they had chocolate balsamic reduction as an ingredient interesting and i put that on the tart the plain one that's just tart yeah yeah it's my favorite one to always get and i put that on there it was superb yeah that's i mean chocolate I think if it was like a milk chocolate, I, w- I would probably uh, not like it. But if it was a dark chocolate, no, actually, it was dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. that totally makes sense, dude. That sounds freaking amazing. It was really good. I won't ever forget it. It was uh, right next to, it was in downtown on the park blocks, right next to like South Park, South Park restaurant that was like a fish restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yeah, it was. One of a kind. I used to and work now for... whenever you go to these like milk chugging places, they don't have it. <laughs> as long as they don't have that nut runoff, right? Um... Uh, <laughs> I don't like frozen yogurt, that stuff. I just don't. You know, my the toppings con- are. You know, my conundrum with frozen yogurt is like I can go out and I can buy some yo play and I can take it out of the dish and I can freeze it. And it's frozen yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, there you what go. The fuck. I was like, just eat some yogurt and put some honey on it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'll make all the flavors you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Do-do-do. Sean, what's your favorite part of your daily routine and why? Um, I guess depending on the day, but it's listening to this is complicated because there's things that I, I mean, in like routine of work or routine of driving, I do a lot of driving right now. I like riding my bike. I like taking a morning shower. Yeah. I I like this morning. I ate kimchi fried rice. I was so happy with that. (laughs) So, all right, I'm going to say taking a shower. Okay, cool. I like it. Making shower babies. It's good. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> um, no, showers are great. Um, 
and okay, let me let me back that up. So uh, it was what was your favorite part and why? So why is the shower? Oh, so I think it's because it is the sound. So it's the sound. It's the warmth. It's the thing that I do before I get going. And I don't do anything in there. I don't think about work or anything. It's oh, wow. usually a pretty nice, relaxing moment. Nice. I like that. And sometimes I come up with my best ideas that are like kind of whimsical. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I wish I would write them down at times. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I have a lot. I do a lot of thinking in the shower. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think my favorite part is kind of similar, but it's like my drive to work because I've always mm-hmm. been a morning person and I love the feeling of the morning and getting going and getting ready, having a little bit of like coffee or tea or whatever I'm drinking, music on, you know, and it's just a moment. It's like 20 minutes of my day that like nobody mm-hmm. has really uh, it hasn't got ruined, gotten ruined yet. <laughs> and there you go. I just, it, it's, it's me, me and me and me time. And that's it. And yeah, I, love, I, I love it. That's great. I like doing that too. Um, yeah, I like that a lot too. Yeah. I think the shower ideas is an interesting thing to ask around about. I think cause a lot of people do that. Best ideas are made in the shower. They really are. I'm not going to lie. When I say, I have definitely thought of uh, ideas recently. And when I got out of the shower, I text you immediately. (laughs) Get that that mental vision. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Is it like post-workout and you shower after workout? (laughs) No, so I actually, actually I don't. Um, Usually my routine uh, for the workout is I get home, um, you know, hang out with the family, kind of decompress for 45-ish minutes. I get out on the platform, do my thing. Alana will be making dinner on her days, and then I'll go in, I'll eat, and then usually go on a walk. I just, I kind of let the sweat dry, and and Mm -hmm. (laughs) some people might Let that sweat dry. Let that sweat dry. Get get nice and ripe. And uh, no, and then I shower in the morning. I'm a morning shower guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love the morning shower. My kids get ready at nighttime. Like they do their bath at night. Yeah, my kids do that too. Which I think is good. But I don't know when it changes. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I need to know the truth here. All right. (laughs) All right. Did you vote for George Bush or Al Gore? Uh, okay, I don't, I'm not going to give you. I'll, I'll say why. I'll say why. Okay. Yeah. I voted for George Bush. Now. Yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, at the time. <laughs> okay, I've never been a political person, and I've always been very, very. Neutral. I know you're not, but yeah. you do follow through. You. Vote. I do. Yeah. I do. I absolutely yeah. vote. Um, yeah. And I vote for what I feel is the best candidate bringing bringing to the game now. Yeah. Um, in this time, um, if I'm not mistaken, that was in the early 2000s, right? 2001, yes. Clinton, yes. last of Clinton. Yeah. So, and I and I did that um, because uh, of the whole scandal that was going on with Clinton was too much for our government to be dealing with. I, I just, whenever there's scandal like that, you're like, okay, it's time to move on. Um, his dad 
was uh, a major influence in the 80s. Um, and so I mm-hmm. remember hearing a lot about his dad. He comes from a legacy. I don't, I don't go into the depths of the things that he did. But at the time, I just felt mm-hmm. that he was the best candidate. And that's all there is to it. Right on. And I was kind of yeah. young too. So, <laughs> and influence. Oh yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20, right? 19 yes. or 20. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess. It's I know- fine. It's okay. Yeah. What's funny is those scandals seem minute to the oh, crazy oh, yeah, shit that dude. is happening. I said, once I said scandal, I was like, that's not a scandal now. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be like a meme page on, on uh, Instagram at this point. You know, what else is amazing to me about that time is that, the story would continue daily mm-hmm. and the news media cycle had not reached 24 hours yet. It was there in CNN, but there were off hours. Yeah. But people didn't take it in. The internet was there. All that was happening, but it just was not coming in, in the direction. And it didn't have like robot AI stuff, releasing information that you don't even know if it's true or not. Um, yeah. Misinformation <laughs> was, not as common and easier to see through. That's yeah, be yeah, be careful now. Yo, yeah, you don't. I remember when I learned in school, one of my classes was like how to actually see find a credible source online mm-hmm. and what to look for. And uh, I still to this day use some of those tactics because mm-hmm. you just you just can't believe everything, man. It is it's crazy out there, you know. Especially now, yeah, and you especially gotta with the read AI. it follow up on it yeah check for weird like the stuff that i because i use they i'm on twitter it's called x now whatever i I, yeah i just do it for this i think we've talked about this in the pod before but yeah there's some bullshit like (laughs) just straight up bullshit and then you can like click on it and you're like it's like lebron james says something but there's like a change up in the handle just a little bit minute that you can maybe miss Mm. it's bullshit yeah, sports is pretty bad. Sport, well, I mean, it's like the thing I showed you today that I saw, where it was like uh, the Jets drafted Kaepernick, and I'm like, that's not real. And I look, you look at it now, it's not mm-hmm. real. That's not real. Yeah, it, it's that's just not like real. anybody can put anything out at this point, and that is kind of uh, that's uh, that's really mm-hmm. dangerous, I think. But um, well, I also voted for George Bush, did and uh, in uh, that time frame, I was a, a libertarian, oh, that's uh, right. a person who felt who felt the Republican party was too conservative, but I, I, I felt that fiscally it made sense. Yes. Uh, What's great about life is changing and just learning new things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And that's a good way to put it. Uh, (laughs) Life is definitely changing. And as we get older, I think that our priorities change and that, that changes who we vote for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which one do I want to pick? <laughs> was that my third one for you? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was, yeah, that was third one. So this is my third one yeah. for you. Okay. I'll go with this one. Favorite of all time. Go to movie that you can watch at any point in the day, anytime, no matter what, like, is there a movie that, that, that you have? Yeah. What is it? Well, I mean, it just is like, it's, Pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) I can watch Airplane, man. I love it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, it's not like, it doesn't make me cry. I don't think about it. 
like the characters it just is it just is the pace and it's the comedy and i it gets put on like it's on syndication i have like like cable right, uh right and um it's on syndication so it's on usa all the time and you could just like 9 45 p.m ah, there's nothing on oh, there's airplane on usa and i could watch any amount of time of it yeah and just like have a good laugh and feel good about laughing yeah yeah i like that live laugh love that's for somebody who says that we know someone who says that. we know somebody who says that well there's a certain it's a joke it's it's really good genre of people uh you walk around my neighborhood and you know how the live laugh love is a thing uh you walk around my neighborhood and every door has the giant like i think it's four foot tall sign that says welcome Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um Oh, wow. That was Alana. Alana's like, you know what? We should, <laughs> we should make one that says don't not welcome. And I'm like, eh, not <laughs> I don't know if people would literally react to that very well. <laughs> I don't want to get it. It's the, it's the funniest things we got to sign up because my school's in the backyard, like near, right near the back of my house. And there's a gate to get into the school, which is great. I'm mm-hmm. very happy to have us opened campus. That feels like a park. I hope nothing happens and that ever changes. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. Um, But it says someone, they put a sign up for closed campus during school hours Mm -hmm. and someone just scratched it out and wrote open. (laughs) Love it. Great. Love it. That's awesome. Um, I've always liked it when someone, the stop signs say something, you know, like stop hate. Yeah, ones. it's crossed out with like spray paint and it's like yeah. go. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. don't do that. Uh I would say my favorite uh or not favorite. It's not my favorite movie, but it is a go-to. I can watch it at any time in life up to this point is the original Coming to America. Um I think Eddie Murphy was at his oh, prime. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. He was at his prime. It was the first time I ever saw an actor uh no, I ever saw the actor do multiple characters in one movie and killed Mm -hmm. it like uh killed it like Mm -hmm. some of those barber scenes the barbershop scenes that was great i I freaking laughed so hard at those and it's just a movie that i grew up watching and i kind of like that old school new york queens feel Mm -hmm. and he brings it and and you know eddie i grew up watching eddie murphy so i think that that was it's great it is really good and i'm thinking back about it the yeah there's the butt wipers. <laughs> butt wipers! <Yeah. laughs> I've always laughed at that one a lot. Um, it's incredible. It is really good. There are some fascinating sequences in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't... It's kind of sad because Eddie Murphy, like... Yeah. Is like... Yeah. I know where you're going with really this. Really just, like, became this strange kid movie actor and lost all that pizzazz he really did but he got rich so down with that yeah yeah that that's a good thing yeah it's it was it was sad to see him go that route um because like i don't know all those 80s movies that he did i really really liked i just grew up watching them and i think that's probably why you know you that like the, you two year on. run of stand-up too that yeah. those two stand-ups yeah. delirious yep like that's i think for our time period like and just what how you would get exposed to stand up. That's like the best, best sequence ever. Yeah. Yeah, 
Absolutely. It's, you know, yeah. I remember being even in like early high school, like freshman year, it was like we could, you know, you had to stay up late to get on HBO mm-hmm. to watch Eddie Murphy Raw. And it was like, if you did that, you're like telling your friends, like you watched it and it's always supposed mm-hmm. to be like this bad thing. But like, it was hilarious. Vulgar. <laughs> Vulgar, and, uh, yes. Uh, and it was great. We would get it on VHS from the rental stores and oh, nice. just have a have a blast. That's how I first saw Half Baked, VHS. Really? Rental. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, that's, that's actually that's up there on the list, too. That's a great movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not enough people give that one props, but that is a great it's movie. It's great. Yes. All right, let's do one more question each. All right. You go. Um what is what is your go-to high temp cooking oil for deep frying? Mm. Mm. You know, that's that's a tough one. Peanut oil is is traditionally the best one to use. Uh, it is a high temp. Um, it's great. I love peanut oil. I think yeah. it's great. I I just it's more expensive than vegetable, but it's fucking worth it. Yeah, I will go with, uh, you know, if I can or if I think about it or if it's like a special occasion, cool. Um, But I generally will do like canola oil um, and I will add Mm -hmm. some butter to it to bring the smoke point up Um, Mm -hmm. uh, or clarified butter. Let me let me rephrase that because clarified. Yeah. yeah, If you put regular butter, the the solids will burn. But yeah, um, clarified butter does it. Yeah. And clarified butter will bring that smoke point up, up. Not, I don't know if it's quite up to the um, peanut oil, but you get such a um, authentic fry and just like it's not clouded. I, I really like peanut oil; it's the best way to go. Um, mm-hmm. Probably use eighty percent of the time. I'm using canola and clarified. So there's, I guess that's yeah. That. I, I use vegetable oil because it's just the price, but peanut yeah. oil is great. Yeah. Or if you, um, I mean, Crisco actually is. I've never done that, Valuable. but I, I've heard that's really it. good yeah, for like donuts. Yeah. 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 I did it for apple fritters. It was legit. That, um, that totally makes sense. If you got like, what is it? Beef hollow or whatever. Yeah. Beef tallow. Tallow. Yeah. yeah. How do you get that? Uh, you can, you can buy it at uh, cash and carry. Okay. That's one way to go. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a great way to go. Do some like, uh, uh, some fritters in there or like a croquette, a potato croquette, like yeah. stuffed with like some sort of pork. Oh boy. We should do that. We should have like a Friday oh, and get like that. beef tallow. Yes. And just, uh, I love it. Like 10 different things fried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the dead of winter. <laughs> Could be like real cold out. All right, okay. me and you, okay. real cold. Okay. All right, dressed up as being our snow jackets, yeah. our Russian hats. Yes. And we'll defry because we're closed at Pizzicato because of snowstorm, but you and I will <laughs> meet somewhere. I like it. Can, fry. can I bring my oil barrel so we can start a fire in that and like warm yeah. our hands on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You definitely. Oh. I would like to go do that like ice fishing style and just sit there. Yeah. I was just talking to Jack about that. And he was like, Dad, have you ever been ice fishing? I was like, no, but I would love to go. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think you need, <laughs> well, we got to go to like Minnesota or something. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, I think they did it in Alaska uh, where my mom was at, but um, I, I, I was too young to do that. I think that it sounds so relaxing. It's like so quiet. Yeah. And that was going to say like, what were we talking about? Oh, when we're talking about how you like your car routine, is there a time of the year that you like it more? Like is weather ever related? Like, do you like a nice summer morning do you like a brisk fall where it's dry but cold yeah that's it right there's there. something where you uh, yeah it's brisk fall um because it's still you can still roll down the windows there's a little bit of sun coming through but you got like that kind of frost you can maybe sometimes you can see your breath um mm-hmm. i like that the a cold, lot too. the cold on your face you know um wearing a wearing a jacket that kind of keeps you warm but you got this cold face. I don't, yeah, that's really, that's it right there. Because I mean, fall's my favorite time of year, period. Like does that season change? I, I always, and you know, Felix has heard me say this a million times, but I always think of fall as like the Super Bowl of cooking because we're just, we got mm-hmm. so many flavors and it's so, you know, a vast amount of like great dishes that we can put together with all these beautiful colors and flavors and things are coming out of people's gardens and it's just one of the most best time. It's the best time of year in my opinion. I love it too. Football season. I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Uh, Right on. Right on. Last one for you. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to just go off list here. What, uh, what's your, what's your number one conspiracy? Okay. Um, are you a flat earther? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, or do you have one? I guess you could say, I, I, I mean, you know, I can get really petty here. I think (laughs) that the Super Bowl that the Steelers won when they beat the Seahawks was set up. because there were such bad calls and the NFL like just loves the fucking Steelers. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Every time I watch them, they seem to get the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Their quarterback for decades was just a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, We're getting thrown off the air, but it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Do Wait, it look style. it up. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Yeah, no, I know. Look it up. I know. <laughs> Either way, watch that game. There's some shitty stuff going on there. I think it was set up. Man, that's, okay. That's one game that I was very I, – I don't really like – this was probably one of the later years and last time I've really – drank hard but i was really drunk at that i went to a super bowl party i was dating a girl up in uh up in tacoma and so oh wow i drove up there for the super bowl or that saturday stayed for her super bowl party stayed the night and then drove back to work at 4 a.m i I left there at 4 a.m to get back to work at eight and be you know be ready and i was working at a private private tennis club obviously way before i met my wife and all that but like <laughs> that was that was an interesting one. That's an interesting one because I didn't so really watch the, the game. game. I don't even remember the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird how I've held on to it because 
it's not even like a conspiracy, but but it's yeah. like I watched the game. I loathe the Steelers with a deep, deep passion. And uh, this was before I moved out the Pacific Northwest, but Seattle always seemed so like mystical to me that I immediately like latched onto them. Like, okay, I want them to win. Yeah, you no, know, that makes Seattle. sense. Seattle, I get that. Off, they're different. It's Pacific Northwest. It's the grunching. They just always have been like outsiders, but there's so much going on there it was attractive to me um they had a running back uh that played for them by the name of <clears throat> maurice morris yeah yeah he uh i think he was he was playing at that time i'm pretty sure but when i don't I, know it might have been sean alexander's year so oh yeah you're right i know what you're talking about anyways maurice morris was the first mm-hmm. person to hit me he played at, at uh, san francisco junior college um before he got mm-hmm. went to the ducks um but he was my first hit in uh college football and he fucking laid me out like i was on kickoff team and i tried to tackle that dude and it was not fun (laughs) there's my claim to fame all right um there it is (laughs) i'll let you know i went first on the hot takes last time so i'm gonna give you uh give you honors on this oh wow i had one and now I, i gotta go to my Oh shit! Do you want me to go first? Because I have a very, very go passionate first, one. Because okay. I've like lost track of thought. All right, listen, l- listen up, yeah. people. Listen up. Yeah. Let me explain something to you here. Deep dish pizza is not fucking pizza. <laughs> it's a goddamn casserole, and we oh, might wow. as well. We might as well build. Go, go out there and uh, open up a bread bowl. Put a bunch of cheese and meat. Throw some cold ass sauce on there and call it deep dish, deep dish pizza. F that, not happening. Stop calling this pizza. You can't fold it. You can't. Uh, you can't put toppings on it. You can put toppings in it, but hey, guess what? You can put toppings in a casserole. Um, you know, it would be perfectly acceptable to put a can of cream of mushroom soup in this and call it mushroom oh pizza. Oh god, it is not pizza. It like does make sense. It's not pizza. Like take your your uh, bowl of of toppings and cold sauce and stop calling it pizza because it's not. It's not. And that's my rant. I'm okay. pissing off this whole city of Chicago right now. Yeah. And also like Portland's like really dived in to it. Yeah, so yeah. casserole because of but it is like I would say it's more like focaccia. It's more like bread than pizza but they call it pizza they call it pizza i don't know man and you know what is sicilian pizza to you though sicilian pizza is like a thick crust pizza because you're still i mean they're still cooking toppings on it um and the thing the thing about the deep dish pizza that really frustrates me is they cover the top with sauce so you can't see the ingredients you don't know what you're getting into you have to fork and knife it. A Sicilian-style pizza, I can still cut it in a square and, and pick it up with my hand and eat it. You, you just... Okay. Uh, like, why why are we doing this? And now, I, okay. I did a little bit of research, and what I found was the two gentlemen that started it, and I can't recall their names. It was like Rick and... Not Rick and Morty, but Rick and something. But they were trying to devise something that was different than American style and, or no different than Napoleon style pizza and still could, uh, 
you know, feed the, the blue collar workers and all that. And I totally get that, right? You know, build a dish, create it, get a buzz around it, call it what, the, what call it your own, but don't call it goddamn pizza. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I like the idea of telling somebody to their face. Yeah. Don't call it goddamn <laughs> pizza. <laughs> You got like your finger up. Yeah. Well, you see me oh, over here. Yeah. I'm like using my hands. Yeah. I'm sweating a little bit. Like it's a thing. This got me a little like it kind of blew my mind because I've never even thought about it like a casserole. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And you come from no, the casserole capital, <laughs> the Midwest, right? Sure. Yeah. Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. If it's any casserole, yeah, it tastes good. It does. I like casserole. All, right. All right. Okay, so. This is uh, pickleball, okay? <laughs> it is not good on TV. It is some bullshit fad that rich people are trying to get you to buy into. Yep. Pickleball is a, I don't, I mean, you're doing it, but it's not athletic. I'm sorry. It's not cool. It's not fun to watch. I'm tired of people talking about it. I'm tired of people taking tennis courts shrinking them for pickleball <laughs> tennis is actually fun yeah tennis is actually hard tennis is actually fun to watch on tv correct not a pickleball teams on espn <laughs> tom brady telling you that he's bought a team no this is some scam <laughs> scam pickleball is a fad it's whack it's boring oh, i'm not into it i'm so with you on that dude like <laughs> pickleball is you said it right pickleball is for people that can't play tennis and don't want to play tennis yeah. or retirees and they're taking over the tennis court i've been oh. seeing it more and more i'm like why you know tennis is actually where it's at i love tennis, tennis. i you know you know i worked awesome. at a tennis club got to play tennis and all let's that also play tennis yeah i'm down I, I have my try and play tennis dude <laughs> I like it. I actually have two rackets that I'm looking at right now that I, I strung myself. Everything is to the attention oh, wow. on how I like it. Um, yeah, dude, I love tennis. Um, but pickleball, listen, you want to you wanna create a sport that's closely like another sport and, and call it cool? Take the goddamn sound out of it. Like that punk, <laughs> punk, punk. And I'm like, God, just shut, shut up. <laughs> the sound. I can't believe it's on television. Like it is a bad watch. It really is. My it, camera sucks with this light, doesn't it? That's all right. It's a We're terrible record, watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that you, I mean, you hit it on the head right there. Like, oh, I I think that I I I was there was a point in time when someone we work with was getting into pickleball, and I roasted him a couple times on it <laughs> he hasn't talked about it since i don't think it was because of me but um yeah not my thing not yeah, my jam I know what you're talking about. Yeah, not my jam <laughs> not my jam no, no no go go away please please go away yeah <laughs> or just stay in the retirement communities like cool you guys can do your thing yeah have your fun what do you find like 35 to 45 year old people are doing you're like oh man oh yeah lost it. hey guys want to come join my uh, pickleball uh group no no, I don't. <laughs> no, no. I'll play tennis. Yeah, let's go play some tennis. Basketball, it's actually maybe? hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's actually challenging. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're at I hope 54 we didn't alienate minutes. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we alienated a lot of people, but that's okay because that's what it's all about and we're just having fun. So, um if we did piss you off, please please send me a message because I would love to talk to you. I'm sure Sean would love to talk to you as well, and uh, it would be a fun fun conversation because that's what we're doing is having I'm great fun. Great feedback. Yeah, I mean feedback is great. All right, dude. Well, we're at 55 minutes right now. That was a great show. Uh, right on. Everybody, we got to know each other a little bit more. You now know I voted for George Bush, which was a, yes. a secret, but not anymore. So that's okay. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> got lots more of those. Um, all right, dude. Well, uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, I will be posting the show tonight, and I uh, hope everybody has a great night. Sean, thanks again. Have a good night, buddy. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs>